Good day, my friend. You're at the right place at the right time, and you're about to hear the word of God that God has shared with us during our service time at Truth Gathers Dream Center Church. So I pray that we have your attention for the next few minutes as this word of God comes forth. I pray that it be a blessing to your life and to your journey. The number four matters. When you're looking at football, I'm a football player. The fourth quarter is the culmination of all things. But I begin to feel a weight on me because I said, well, Lord, what do you want me to say? And he told me to pay attention. So the first Sunday we were here, there was a preach word prepared. But hope was deferred. So hope was deferred and the prophetic word came from Pastor Robin and the altar was flooded with souls. Symbolic of a new thing coming into the earth. Symbolic of an expansion of the kingdom of God. God had to deal with the hope of the people. Then there was an immediate revival call in service it messed up some people's plans it was unexpected but it was on god's prophetic timetable if you missed it i shouted real good that night hadn't shouted that good in a long time apostle talked about the importance of obedience But our hearts cannot conceive obedience when the hope is deferred. You see how God works? So he had to prime the heart. He had to resuscitate the hope because here's the thing. The scripture says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. The word hope is defined in the dictionary as the feeling or expectation for something to occur. The thing that the enemy has been trying to come out there, and I, it's a testimony in my own life, is he's been trying to knock out the feeling for you to expect God to do anything. I ain't talking about it, I'm just talking to me. If he can ever get you to, to doubt that God is able to do anything, you will never believe God for anything. Look at your neighbor and say, don't lose your expectation. So God had to restore the expectation, Bobby. He had to breathe upon the feeling again. Because life has a way of desensitizing believers. Bills, sickness, pain in your body, doctor's reports, illness, churn acting crazy, family acting crazy, you crazy. I saved the best for last. Because everybody was with me on everybody else. Now I'm in with you. Somebody say hallelujah. There you go. Amen. I got some fellow crazy people in the house. But God, glory to God, you helping me out. He had to restore my sensitivity. Before I could conceive new instructions 
I had to get my feeling back. Adults, because there's kids in the room, if you ever lose your sensitivity, intimacy is hard. Amen. Glory to God. I ain't got to go further than that. So, the intimate place is called prayer. And if we're truthful about it, it's been difficult to pray. Oh, you're the God that see? And you've been seeing me go through all this and you want me to pray? Ah, I'm good, bro. Amen. I got a testimony now. So, God had to deal with sensitivity. Then, Prophetess Lazar, I believe that's her last name. She came and said, it's not that complicated. We complicate things when our minds are convinced that God is not going to keep his end of the bargain. It's easy to complicate a matter when we feel like well, God, you're not doing this, so let me be God. Okay. I thought I was talking to family this morning. So she came and she said, it's not complicated. God, being God, is not complicated. You obeying God is not complicated. But sometimes in life, we like to complicate stuff. We don't know how to mind our own business. Anybody want to be helpers of God? Anybody else? Anybody else a helper of God? I got to say thank you, thank you, Amber. I appreciate you. Thank you. I see you back there. You know, God. You know, just do this right here. Yeah. If you do this, it's gonna be. It's gonna work out just fine. And he's like, yeah, that's nice, but that's not. That's not. That's not what I want to do. So she told us it's not complicated because if we obey the word, our hope will not continuously be deferred. I'm trying to put the story together before I give you the last piece or what you think is the last. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not over. Then, last week, Prophet Leo, he said that the glory of the Lord was shining upon us. (laughs) See, the glory cannot come until you're willing to be obedient and uncomplicate your relationship with the Lord. So what God did on the first Sunday, he gave a a foretaste of the glory that's going to continuously be revealed as you obey in an uncomplicated life to the Lord. I'm summarizing if y'all missed it. I was here. (laughs) And so, apostle, I had a, I'm a word guy. And so I said, Lord, what do you want me to say? And two words came to me, press and prophesy. Press and prophesy. I asked the Lord, anytime I come in a formal capacity to a ministry, I always ask the Lord, I said, Lord, what are you, what are you sending with me? What tool are you sending with me? 
And he told me, he said, I'm sending my word. I said, okay. There's a ministry I've gone to. And the Lord said, I'm sending an angel with you today. And I said, okay. And the manifestation was powerful. And I had a conversation with the Lord. He said, there's no need for me to send an angel because these are people of my presence already. Hear what the Lord is saying. He didn't need another witness of an angel because you already have brought his presence in. You know how to provoke him. This is a house of worship. This is a place where the glory dwells. And angels are welcome at all times. So he didn't need to send that. But I said, well, Lord, well, why are you sending your word? He said, Phil, I'm trying to establish something. Anytime he sends a word, it's to establish. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it has been established. All right. Let me go ahead and get ready to get y'all out of here. Y'all are already bored. I'm going to read my passage of scriptures. I have two. Luke 8, 40 through 48. And it came to pass that when Jesus returned, the people gladly received him. For they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus. And he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at the feet of Jesus and besought him that he would come into his house. Somebody said, come into my house. For he had only one daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. They surrounded him. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, somebody say immediately. immediately. Her issue of blood stenched. That means it went away. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude said, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. It would be good if I put my glasses on. I thank you, baby. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Oh, it's up there. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. All right. I'm going to keep my glasses on so I can see. Uh, and press thee and says, Who thou touched me? Uh huh. And Jesus says, Somebody has touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Yes. Somebody say, When was the last time you touched Jesus? Mmm. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was immediately healed. Mm -hmm. And he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith made thee whole. Go in peace. 1 Samuel 10, 5 through 6. I want you to hear this. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city 
that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place Ooh. with a psaltery and a tabret and a pipe and a harp before them and they shall prophesy here's where you come in and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy with them and shall be turned into another man I want you to look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. Press, press, and prophesy. When we talk about a prophetic push, we're talking about momentum. We're talking about an initiation. We're talking about engagement, and we're talking about force. You cannot say you've pushed something without an exertion of mobility or force. If, I pu- if somebody pushes me, then that means they have leaned their full body to an extent and I am now being pushed by the weight of, their, of the mass, right? So if my brother here, Pastor T, come and push me, my God, if I don't have no good balance, I'm going down. But the Lord said, feel, tell truth gatherers that this is not the end of the push. He said, you have to incorporate press and prophesy in your daily regiment. See, because most of us have been depending upon the press and the push of Apostle Joe and Pastor Robin and the worship team and some of the intercessors and the prophets. But the Lord says, ah, this time, for momentum to be sustained, for salvation to hit the pews again. He said, it has to be because of you. You've got to press. (laughs) It's going to get good. The season you are entering is going to require that you press, Luciana, and prophesy. The word press means to move or cause to move into a position of contact with something by exerting continuous physical force. Somebody say continuous. See, the problem that most have have in prophetic services, we push on Sunday and then we stop pushing through the week. So it's easy to come into the sanctuary and push because the prophetic fills the room. So I can... But when I get home, when the real starts happening, well, I just wait till Wednesday prayer. I can't wait to I hear Amber sing my song. Ooh, she got to sing my song, Lord. It's going to come through this whole week. Been hard. Come on, prophet. Set it up, prophet. You getting excited. Pastor Joe going to quote my scripture. He going to call that altar call. And the Holy Ghost is sitting right there in your belly. Looking at you. And he's saying, excuse me? We family, right? Excuse me? Hold up. 
do ye not know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? And you waiting to press and to speak and to prophesy when you get around people who already utilize who I am in their life? What? I got a rhetorical question. What happens to the momentum when you leave service? What happened to the continuity of the flow of the Holy Ghost when you walk outside of the doors? When you get in your car, what happened to worship that had got you in here? And after church, you was on the floor for three hours. I know because I've been here. What happened to the victory that you ran for? Somebody say continuous. It's not a press until it's continuous. And see, here's the thing. The church is used to pushing because that's one time. I'm going to say that again. The church is used to pushing because it's one motion. But as I'm pressing, it is a continuous moving and a continuous focus that I must be deliberate and intentional every time. If I'm going to press for something, I've got to be focused. If I'm going to press for something, I've got to be intentional. If I'm going to press towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus, I've got to be determined. Look at your neighbor and say, are you determined? So, worship should be continuous. Prayer should be continuous. Praise. Somebody say, what did he say? Pray without ceasing. That's First Thessalonians. Five. Rejoice. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. But there's something that happens when we leave the service. God dealt with it the first Sunday of the month. The enemy starts to say, did he really say that? Are you really capable of doing this? God healed that person, but you really think he's going to heal you? Another definition of press, press, means to apply pressure to. Truth gatherers, hear me by the Holy Ghost. You've got to apply more pressure. In other words, a church, a churchy colloquialism is, you've got to put the demand on the Lord. There's something very powerful about a testimony. The scripture tells us, that we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So to overcome a lapse in our press, sometimes we need to rehearse our testimony. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I'm giving you a tour here. When I hit a slump, it was difficult to see the prophetic word being fulfilled in my life. But I started to remember. (laughs) I started to remember his promises and the word that he kept and the words that already came to pass. And I started to look at my life and say, man, I'm living in the thing that God had already declared for me. Truth be told right now, some of you, you got another prayer petition on the line, but you don't even recognize that you're living in an answer prayer. You're in a place right now where you didn't think you would be 15 years ago. Some of you, your parents, your friends, your colleagues, they didn't have any hope in you. But thanks be unto God that keeps his word. I need you to have to have somebody say he kept his word, baby. I told you, you got a reason. If you feel it, praise him. Don't wait for me. Yes, Lord. That's it. So I can press because I remember where he brought me from. It's happening. I feel it stirring, Bobby. Trying to pace myself, but I feel the joy of the Lord welling up. Come on. I don't get in the way of God. You keep on. Come on. Somebody ought to take this moment and remember when you had, hey, I see a jail sentence that the Lord cut in half. I'm seeing it. The Lord kept you. Open up your mouth and bless him. I see a life sentence that was supposed to happen, but the Lord said no. Don't play with me. The Lord is here. Come on. tried to kill somebody with kidney disease and you were supposed to be on dialysis but the Lord said not so he keeps his promise he keeps his promise come on let's pray right here father we thank you that you are a God generations. We bless how we bless you. We give the glory that when we were supposed to die, we were supposed to be in a grave. You turned it. I feel something arresting me here. I need you to pass it down your road and say he keeps his promise. Come on, tell somebody he keeps his promise. He's a covenant keeping God. He's a covenant keeping God. He's a covenant keeping God. He keeps his promise.
what it looks like he keeps his promise I don't care what it feels like he keeps his promise I don't care what the situation looks like or what it sounds like he keeps his promise taking this Lord it's happening I don't know what you're waiting on God's trying to get you to jump into a memory he's performing a memory recall Jesus if she would have did it one time and I can hear some prayers in here Lord I pray Lord I fasted once Lord I sowed my seed and it didn't work but you did it only one time. 
the frustration that happens. The Lord gave it to me like this. It's called prophetic frustration. When you live in now and next. But now does not look like what promised in next. But Kiara, what do I do until my now looks like my next? What do I say to the Lord until my now looks like my next? I need you to look somebody eyeball to eyeball and tell them, press! family you don't press towards something you don't believe in I'm gonna be real I hear God very clearly There's a time in my life I did a live about this a couple of weeks ago where I heard God for everybody else. But I didn't hear for me. I can't tell you how many inboxes I get of prophetic words coming to pass. Prophet, you just said this in Georgia. Prophet, this word's this. You said this last year, I'm living in this. And I say, babe, look at this. Woo. But you know what I was doing? I was pressing for others. Woo. But I forgot to press for So today, we're going to press. Thank you again, my friend, for listening to our radio broadcast of Truth Gathers Dream Center Church. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And every time we hear his word, we're able to grow thereby. My friend, I also want to invite you to our service. Maybe you have a free Sunday coming up real soon. We'd we'll love to see you at 1317 High Road here in Tallahassee. Truth gathers dreams in a church. God bless you until the next time right here on Wave 94.